Hello and welcome to another edition of the Scarlet Nation podcast. We're coming at you with another commitment cast, which means Rutgers has gotten another commitment, this time from another offensive lineman, third offensive lineman in the class, Wisconsin's Carter Cadow. Um, was on campus over the weekend, worked out at the Rutgers Big Man Camp, picked up an offer on Saturday, was committed by Sunday. So um, thanks for joining us. I'm Bobby Darrett here with ScarletNation.com with a 24-7 Sports Network. And to help me kind of talk about this commitment and sort all these stuff out is uh, Chris Sakonis, our newest staff member. Chris, welcome aboard. And what do you see in this latest commitment from Rutgers? Yeah, well, it looks like Rutgers is really starting to fill out the offensive line uh, a bit more in this class. Third offensive lineman in the class uh, now with Cadow uh, coming in, uh, six foot six, two sixty. So he's got all the tools uh, physically to be a successful Big Ten offensive tackle, um, and you know, just someone that can you know really help develop into that spot. Three star with a rating of eighty six. Top 100 tackle in the class, uh, 12th in the uh, state of Wisconsin. Um, so we know the talent is there. And, um, you know, if he can sort of grow and develop in his time on the banks, I think could eventually uh, turn into an intriguing piece for Rutgers. And, you know, he's taking a spot. Judah Pruitt decommitted. So there was another opening for an offensive lineman to go along, you know, with the previous two commits, you know, and Rainer Andrews was the one we saw from Florida who uh, really like a big body, you know, and, and you start to see them like mixing and matching with some of these offensive linemen. Um, and, and it's it's really happening quickly in the month of June, you know, um, commitments just coming fast and furious. And the offensive line is really no exception to that rule. Uh, I mentioned, you know, they had the one commitment from um, uh uh, Rainer Andrews and uh, Kenny Jones was committed very early, but you know, more of a guard prospect. So uh, you go in and, and you grab another tackle, you grab another big guy. And, and you know, this guy's not going to come in and start right away. Chris going to be a developmental guy. Um, but you see that they're just continuing to add the numbers and, and you figure if you get enough guys on there, somebody's going to work out, you know, um, it's, it's been a busy month. So uh, we see these numbers tightening up. And, um, you know, th- this kid seems really intrigued by by Rutgers, a teammate of Sam P- P- Piloff, uh, Piloff. I don't know if I'm saying it right there. It's my Philly accent's terrible. Um, Chris, uh, you know, you, you see some familiarity there. And, and, and I mean, you know, th- this kid really seems to be all in on Rutgers, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, you talk about him coming on campus and committing as soon as his visit ended, pretty much. Uh, so very, very quick there. Um, had um, another uh, Big Ten visit earlier in the month with Indiana, ultimately choosing the Scarlet Knights. And yeah, I think that just that it just sort of fits the prototype of what Greg Shano is trying to get in this uh, class. Um, you know, guys that are all in, guys that are really uh, passionate about the program, that really buy into what he's trying to build. Um, and we have someone committing almost on the spot. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing that. Um, you know, is just an asset, and it's what Greg Shano is looking for, and it's what he's trying to build. You know, this D, he was at the big man camp yesterday, so I, I think you know that was kind of the final deciding factor to move on him. You know, you get an up close personal look at this guy in action. And another thing they look at at these camps, Chris, is how they take coaching, not just you know, big physical, but but how do they take some of the techniques that are taught there by the offensive line coaches, and that goes for all positions, and how they apply them 
So uh, they're looking at them as an evaluation, not just from a physical standpoint, but from, you know, how, how does this guy take coaching and how competitive are they? These are things that all go into the mix of, you know, whether they take a guy, whether they move on a guy, how much they pursue a guy. And Chris, the big man academy is going back, you know, years. I can remember being in the bubble during Greg Shiano's first time around, um, you know, guys like, um, what was that? Daryl Stevenson earned a, a a commitment for those who've been around for a long time. A kid from Sayerville, you know, he was a, a lineman and he did well at one of those camps and a commitment came out of that. So um, the big man camp has been around a while. You don't see as many big name guys going. You know, we've talked at length about this, Chris, about, um, you know, the the kids not competing as much up here in, in the Northeast region when they have offers. Um, so we don't see the camp setting as full as it used to be. But there was one that they really pulled from there. And, and Chris, you know, another thing that it's important on this one that they didn't have to use an official visit to get him out and get him committed. Now he'll take an official visit in the fall, but the numbers for official visits are expected to increase um, going forward in the fall. And also, I think a lot of people are getting hung up on the numbers, you know, because there's 40 some and, and I believe it's 56 numbers. I've learned that Rutgers has actually carried over some official visits from last year. So that 56 number is a little bit more because they didn't use all the official visits from last year. So you're able to carry them over. So I think that's an important note as well. But, you know, offensive line, we've talked about it at length, Chris. Once again, I mean, it looks like it's the key to next season, whether they, you know, come to play on the O-line could determine a lot on, on how the season goes. Yeah, not just uh, how the season goes, but also how um, really the trajectory of the program goes. Because offensive line and defensive line, of course, fits into this to a certain extent. It's one of those mm-hmm. positions where it's the last to really, in, in a rebuild, it's the last to really you know, take a step forward. Because when you recruit even a, a really, even if it's a really highly, highly ranked or regarded guy, they usually don't play until their you know, end of sophomore, junior year, really. And that's pretty much the mm-hmm. rule across the board, unless you've got a really, really special talent on your hands. Um, so it takes time to build. And this commitment is just the latest in sort of filling the roster out, filling out the depth chart with guys that have the potential to play. Now it's just a question of developing them, getting them to that next level. Um, the offensive line is going to be a big part of this year. But I think even more importantly, it's going to be a big determinant in the trajectory of the program as a whole. So if you got guys that can block, you know, suddenly the Sam Browns of the world have more run to room to run in and, you know, your quarterback has more time to throw and it just, it opens up a million other things for your offense. Um, so, you know, it's an old cliche, big 10 teams win and lose in the trenches, but I think that's true for Rutgers. I think it's going to be true going forward. Uh, so that position group, obviously very important. Very, very good points all around. And, you know, um, it really, uh, you know, I was talking to you before we got on this podcast and mentioning it this June is not, you. not every month is this crazy when it comes to recruiting. We've had commitments coming in flurries. And this one, the second of the day as well, Cadal follows the, the Sage Gorgeous commitment, who also is coming in in the class of 2023. We'll get in more depth with that in a separate podcast. But um, Really, Chris, you know, this class is 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 getting filled up really quickly. I, I think we'll see some more in the fall, but uh, it's just been an action-packed Ju- uh, June for the program. It seems like they're putting together, you know, a pretty solid class without those, you know, four or five-star headliners that, that, that really, you know, turn people's heads when, when they just look at the, um, you know, kind of the, the 
a brief glimpse of recruiting. Yeah, and and Rutgers is still you know looking to pull in a couple four star recruits, and we'll have to see how mm-hmm. that obviously pans out. Class is by no means done, but you raise a good point because if you go go back to Greg Shannon's first year on the banks, he largely built Rutgers out from where he started with mostly three star and some four star guys, and then when the mm-hmm. success came, it sort of snowballed a bit, uh, in a good way, of course. Um, mm-hmm. that's sort of, I think what you're going to see, and obviously I'm not, you know, going to prognosticate too much on, on recruiting, but if Greg Schiano can win with recruits of this level, it's going to lead to more success. Guys are going to develop. You have a track record. You can point to to future recruits and say, this is what we did for our last group of guys. Here's what we can do for you. And it becomes even more of a convincing sell. So if coach Schiano can do that it's going to pay dividends to Rutgers down the road. But this is a class with some promising players. Mm-hmm. Hey, very much so. And I think you made a good point with taking the time to develop. Uh, it took me back, you know, since I started covering the team in 07, the only freshman that I've seen start, you know, on the on the line. Um, well, actually, they, they had, you know, Felter, I think, started late. Um, you know, that was, that was when the, the Chris Ash era and they were just throwing stuff around. But the big-time guys who started – uh, Anthony Davis, Art Forst, and Caleb Johnson uh, were the guys that come to mind. So, I mean, all big-time recruits, you know, four-star guys who came in and did it. So some of these guys are going to take some time. Carter Cadell uh, is going to, you know, be a developmental guy. But, you know, like you said, has good tools to work with, and, and we'll see what it, how he develops. But, um, Chris, I want to thank you for joining me. We just wanted to, you know, touch base and, and, and lend some insight on this latest commitment. Um, you can – Get with us anytime on the VIP roundtable on scarletnation.com. We'd be happy to talk back and forth, talk Rutgers football. We're talking Rutgers football, Rutgers basketball, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can get in now. We have a 50% deal going on. Uh, We'd love to have you on board. Uh, For Chris Sakonis, I'm Bobby Darren. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.